The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. To heed the timeless advice from Teddy Roosevelt, speak softly and carry a big stick. I promise you, the president has a big stick. And Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. I got hairy legs, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. And thank you, Dr. Pepper, and thank you, Chancellor, or Dr. Paper. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right, welcome back, everybody. You've got the Financial Guys. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and uh, we are actually not live today. We are, well, we're recording live, so I guess in a way we're live, but we're yeah, pre-recording because we want to watch the Bills game too, right? So we're, we're going to... Uh, we're here in spirit. We are, we're going to talk about a lot of things. Today is actually, uh, it's like midweek, right? So we're... we're, we're Awaiting the uh, the results of uh, of, of uh, VP Pence and Congress and all that stuff, so not sure what's going to happen. Obviously, a huge rally in DC going on, and you know, just a shame. I, you know, a lot of people are asking, you know, what do you think about the Senate races? Can you believe that it looks like they're going to the Democrats yes. are going to take it? And I said, well, if they're bold enough to to uh, to cheat at the presidential level. Why wouldn't they? Not without any consequences. Right. right. I mean, they've been cheating on races for years. Yeah. Al Franken, <clears throat> Alan West, you know. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, you know, Philly's been Philly. probably a leading well, beacon. In, you know, if you, 102% you cheat, for Obama. <laughs> you, yeah. 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 When it comes in 120%, you know that something was not right. But, uh, you know, sad. The country is really drifting more and more towards socialism. And somebody yeah. said... Uh, a few weeks ago, they said, well, it doesn't really matter. I mean, two years from now, we'll go, you know, then the Republicans will take back the House and the Senate, blah, blah, blah. Maybe. And I said, you don't get it. Every time, every time, and this is a different Democrat party, folks. This is not the Democrat party that used to vote, uh, fight for the working class. These folks are not fighting for <clears throat> the UAW union workers. They're no. not fighting for you. They're fighting for... Uh, free handouts to illegal immigrants. They're fighting for the uh, opening class. of the borders, right? The non-working class. Uh, yeah. That's exactly what they're fighting for. You know, the, uh, just I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day, and he goes, you know, he goes, just for the heck of it, there's a website. I wish I knew the website, but you can plug in your, uh, basically, you, um, you, you can plug in you, not your name, but here's what I am. Am I an essential worker? Am I a not essential worker? Here's what I do for a living. Here's my age, blah, blah, blah. And it gives you an idea as to what number you're going to be if you want to get the vaccine. Right uh-huh. now, the funny thing was, he said, Mike was funny is if I would had been in prison, I would have bumped up like a hundred million people. <laughs> it's outrageous. It's so outrageous. the fact that he's a business owner in a non-essential quote business, he's in a manufacturing business, but they don't deem that essential. Yeah. <laughs> it drops him to like, let's say out of 340 million people, he's number 270. 
but had he been uh, a murderer, he would have yeah. bumped up to like 170. Yeah, <laughs> really Manu- scary. Manufacturers non-essential unless you need <laughs> the thing they're manufacturing, right? right. right. It's like car workers non-essential. Yeah, where's my Chevy? Oh, no cars are available. <laughs> well, what do you mean I have to have a waiting yeah. list? What do you I mean? I have an emergency. I can't make it to the hospital right. because my I wasn't yeah. essential, and now I don't have a car. I mean, look at yeah. look at Cuba. They you know they haven't had new car parts and new cars in 50 years. It's yes. all right, all all yeah. 1950s and 60s cars and whatnot. So yeah. crazy. It sort of works over there only because they don't have salt on the roads. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're still running. They're still yeah. running. A little different. But uh, anyway, speaking of socialism, I don't know if you saw this uh, this week, Mike. Uh, California now, uh, L.A. Uh, telling their ER workers, uh, if you think they're going to die, don't even bring them to the hospital. No. Don't, don't even. If, if they look like they're not going to make it, I don't know. It didn't even say re- where to reroute them. The article just said, just don't take them here. I don't know if they're <laughs> at their discretion. What Sleep does that them. mean? Leave them. We'll get them later. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, take it, ca- drop them in the so park. What are you doing California with them? The morgue? Is having I don't know. This it's terrible. Huge COVID problem, which I, I just can't figure out. No. I mean, you have locked down everything. You've destroyed, just like New York, you've destroyed many of the restaurants. There's very few. Nothing's options. open. Nothing's open. How could COVID still be spreading? Right. How could, how is it? That our doctor friends down in Florida are saying, no, we don't have a we don't have a problem here. I mean, you know, yeah, people, some people have COVID. the The wait is shorter now. I think the average COVID patient is now in for five or six days as opposed to seventeen days. Um, yeah, the hospitals are full, but they're always full in Florida. You know, they don't they don't build hospitals to say we only want to be ten percent occupied. So, how is it? That a state like Florida is just not overwhelmed with cases when you have a governor saying we're going to continue to open, 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 stay open, never closed, not have a mask mandate. And uh, I just, I, I, boy, you'd think somebody at some point would just start to look at the science, but You'd they think. don't care. This they is don't. all about control. Well, now, all about now the movement towards socialism. Oh, my gosh. Well, we had the, the British strain, now the South African strain. Just yeah. like, like, yeah. The, like the British strain was more deadly or, or more contagious. It was, And it didn't get the reaction they wanted. Now it's like, well, this new South African strain. Oh. This is even worse. This, uh, this was CBS News, by the way. L.A. EMS workers told not to transport patients who likely won't survive to hospitals. Uh, hospitals are so overwhelmed by coronavirus patients in L.A. Now, you wonder, these these liberal uh, paradises, yeah. you know, shouldn't they have, like, all kinds of hospital space? It's always the the uh, the, 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 uh, the places run by Democrats that have the hospital shortage. Remember New York That's City? Right. Run by Democrats for, for a long time, and, of course, they have very few hospital beds, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway... Oh, well. Doesn't say where to take them. Just says yeah. don't take them here. Yeah, m- most of that is because these hospitals have laid off staff. It's not yeah. because they are overwhelmed and don't have enough hospital beds. It's because nobody was coming in for anything else, and they could not afford to to keep these uh, these folks on the payroll. And so they have simply laid them off. And so you're you're saying, well, we can only use fifty percent of this hospital, but m- when hospitals occupy it, you know, seventy, eighty, ninety percent all the time. So. You would think at some point they would look at this and say, that, you know, again, just look at Florida versus you know, ta- Texas no. versus California. It'll never happen. They have the harshest mandates, and yet they just continue to double down on things so, that aren't working. It's like so, it's like throwing water on a grease fire. So socialism, Glenn, is the failed idea that just never dies. It never dies. It's amazing. It, uh, out of all the things that have been tried throughout every country, throughout all of time, socialism has failed every single time, but yet... It never dies. It just comes back. And we think for some reason, this time it's going to be different. <laughs> and it yeah. never is. It never is. <clears throat> well, shame on the Republican Party and, and shame on us, I guess, for allowing us to get to this point, right? We absolutely, as a Republican Party, should have demanded for four years of President Trump, we should have said, Mr. President, you have got to make 
voter ID the number one issue yeah. in in your first administration, and he accomplished a lot. I mean, he accomplished obviously the the Operation Warp Speed was amazing. I mean, just sure. a, you know record a breaking records, right? Yep. Uh, you know, uh, lowering the, corporate taxes, lowering I mean, taxes, that, prison that'll, reform. That'll reverse itself, unfortunately. Oh, that'll right? be You're done. Gonna, you're yeah. going to see corporate taxes go higher, and you'll unfortunately, yeah. um, you know, what, it was something like twelve thousand manufacturing companies were expected to come back to the U.S. And I'm sure many, and well, actually have already come back to the U.S. Yeah. I'm sure some of that will start to unwind itself. But, but you know, the ultimate end of this will be just like Obama, right? The gap between the rich and the poor will get wider. Many of the liberal Democrats will get very wealthy over the next 12 years. Many conservative Republicans will. If you've got big companies and you've got money invested in, in the stock market, it's, well, what do you, why do you think the stock market is going to go higher? Well, let me, uh, let me see here. They're taking and forcing people not to be able to spend money in small businesses and forcing them to have to spend money in publicly traded companies. Yeah. Do you think the earnings of Walmart or Target or Amazon or Apple are going to be better? I, I mean, these people are – oftentimes people look forward to going out to dinner once a week. Now you can't even do that, right? right, right. <laughs> Where do you think that money's going to get spent? Yep. It's going to get spent on Amazon. In fact, the stimulus money, forget about just giving it to people. If you're going to give them 2000 bucks, just hand it right over to Amazon. That's what right. I would do. Just right. cut out the middleman. Here you go, Amazon. <laughs> just yeah. send them toilet paper and paper yeah. towels. Send yeah. the difference to Amazon and call yeah. it a day. Here, this is, hey, this is Joe Smith's 2000 bucks. He's got a card now at Amazon. Just get what you need, Joe. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. All right, folks. We're going to take a very short break. If you need to throughout the week, we do manage money for a living. We're going to talk about money throughout today's show and, and you know what kind of how to position your portfolio for 2021. You're already seeing a bit of a rotation. You know, some of the stocks that have not performed well over the last 12 months, 24 months, are starting to uh, to see some life and some action. So, you know, always having a balanced portfolio is super important. You can use this as a resource. If you think like us, give us a call at the office, 833-FINGUYS, 833-FINGUYS. Or go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. We just released our winter schedule for TFG Academy, so go to uh, the website to find out. We have four sessions, uh, state planning, income planning, uh, college planning, I believe, and uh, I think there's one other. I know there's one other, so there are four. Go to the website, thefinancialguys.com, for uh, all of our TFG Academies and the information on what we do. All right, very short break. You've got the Financial Guys. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, welcome back. You've got The Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on The Financial, well, not, well, live, but not, but pre-recorded live here on The Financial Guys Radio Network. We, uh... We don't often do this. Uh, most of the time we are live each and every week. But, of course, with the Bills playing, you know, for those three that are probably listening to us right now. But we know a lot of people listen throughout the week, and, and this is played on replay. It's played in a podcast. It's up on uh, the Radio.com app. And so, you know, you'll hear this at some point. But uh, as, as this is playing right now, if you're listening to uh, – this at 1 o'clock on Saturday, we are actually watching the Bills game with you. So uh, crossing our fingers and hoping for the best. So if you need us throughout the week, though, folks, we'll be back taking your calls and questions here on the air next week. Uh, but you can always call us at the office, 833-FIN-GUYS. We're going to talk a bit about what's going on here in uh, Erie County. And, you know, again, some some pretty big decisions this week, uh, you know, coming on uh, Monday where the 
uh, where the restaurants were unable to get to a, a bargain and agreement. And we're going to talk to a restaurant owner in just a little bit about you know what they're doing to raise some money to help out local businesses and restaurants because mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of suffering out there. And it's just such a shame that we have a, a county executive in Erie County that just doesn't seem to want to be to be willing to stand yeah. up to protect his constituents. I don't get it. Let me say this, Glenn. You know, outside of stuff on Mahilu and Dave DiPietro, where, where in the heck are the rest of the Republicans? Right. Uh, well, where's, where's Chris Jacobs? You know, yeah. where, where is the head of the Republican Party in New York State? No right? one's fighting for business uh, owners. Nick, because, I love you, Nick. I mean, you're a good guy, but where the hell are you? Well, I the mean, thing is, the Democrats have successfully used COVID as a club, as yes. a bludgeon, oh, right? Yeah. So if you come out, if you dare come out to say open businesses, you're a murderer. Oh, you're a mur- you want to? Meanwhile, <laughs> I mean, the, the, the actual numbers say 74 percent of, of deaths are coming from people staying at home, and only 0.14 from barber shops. 1.6, I think it was, from restaurants yeah. and bars, right? Yeah, less but, than two percent of all new cases are the the quote rebels, the people right, who are right. not wearing masks and just going out and living their lives. Right, uh, the science is pretty clear that that what they're doing didn't work. But yeah, where where are all these like the where are you? Where yeah. are you, Republican Party? Wake well, up! Wake up! Start to change the message. But I know they have done a as you pointed out, they've taken it, used it as a club, and they've beat the heck out of you. Part of that though is you've allowed them to beat you. I have yeah. been saying for months. Start to change the message. Give people the honest truth, right? No, that 300,000 people didn't die. Here's the numbers, right? Here we, we have the charts. You can go to our Facebook page, by the way. Every every week we uh, we send out, um, what was it, First Trust? First who Trust, puts together yeah. the actual yeah, numbers. Yeah. If you look at the actual death count, it is a ski slope and a very steep one at that, all the way down. You wouldn't want to ski on it. Be very aggressive and fast, right? People are less and less people are dying from this. Are people dying? Yes. Uh, I think it's something like 86% or 87% are over the age now of 85, right? Guess what? Uh, Last year, by the way, I saw a lot of death certificates in our office that said pneumonia, flu, right? I don't see them anymore. And how could that be? Now, we didn't have any more clients die this year in 2020, say this year meaning the last 12 months of 2020, than we did in 2019. Although some of the death certificates switched from flu and pneumonia to COVID. But we actually lost less people this year than the year before. That's interesting you mentioned that, Mike. And and we haven't really talked about that. And and thank God, right? I mean, we're happy about that. Don't get me wrong. Well, it just shows you that excess deaths are not not here. They're not. We lose... Most clients to uh, sadly to death, right? We yep. don't, you know, very rarely that uh, somebody moves. It's just oftentimes yep. they just age, age out of uh, of life, I guess, right? Yep. So it's sad, but it's, uh, we it's bad lose to them life. to things like pneumonia. We lose them to the flu yeah. every single year. Yep. Why? Because and their body and doctors will tell you this. You can yep. ask frontline COVID doctors. You can ask uh, doctors to say, hey, do people do, people don't typically die of one thing? They don't. Yeah, they, right. unless it's a, unless it's an accident. Your right. system shuts down for multiple right. things. Oftentimes, the flu is the last thing. They can't. Yeah. Your your right, your right. body has other things going on. It can't, can't fight it. the flu. Yeah, right? it's whether the flu push. is COVID nineteen or COVID eighteen or COVID seventeen. Yeah, right? well, it could be like you said. It could be pneumonia. It could be a lot of different things. Yeah. But uh, yeah. but yeah, again, you know, is COVID right now. One of the interesting things that I find though is that there are actual some businesses that are owned by Democrats, and I would think again that I uh, you know Mark Poland cars or, or or somebody would want to stand up. And just say, wait a minute now. Like if you look, if they didn't have the data, you know, you can go back like Ron DeSantis and say, I made a mistake early on and admit your mistakes, right? But we, you know, we didn't have the data early on, right? We didn't know. Nobody had any idea, right? So yeah. I, I can give you a pass to that. But you have to understand now. In May, the CNBC had an article that said Governor Cuomo shocked, shocked 
that was the specific word they used, that 66% of deaths were coming from people that were staying at home. And now he's still shocked, I guess, that most recently 74% are coming, cases are coming from people that uh, are from, uh, you know, household transmission, not from bars and restaurants and places like that. And yet they haven't changed. So now that we know that data, now that you know that data, Mark, wouldn't you step up and say, well, wait a minute now, shouldn't we open up restaurants and bars and, and, and hair salons at 100% capacity? If Walmart's open 100% and it's not spreading there, it's spreading at home? It just doesn't make any sense. Nobody's willing to stand up for the businesses. And I hate to say it, but, I mean, it, it's just like you watch them get run over to a point where it just makes you sad. To, yeah. I, I, you know, but I'm not sure yeah. how much more I can do. Well, yeah, that's right. And, and at some point, and I've been saying this for months, at some point business owners need to stand up for themselves, right? Well, you, need gonna... to be able, you need to say, okay, enough is enough. Uh, just an interesting, and I've got some facts here. Uh, this is from uh, Bank of America Securities. We've got just so much research that come, comes across our desk. But one of the interesting things, a vaccine, and this will talk about uh, Operation Warp Speed, developers' projection suggests that vaccine supply may actually exceed the world population by 2021. Wow. <laughs> so by the end of 2021, we may now have more vaccines. Talk about free market, right? So you talk about you know capitalism, how, yeah. how important that is, and now all of a sudden you've got Moderna and Pfizer and all these companies trying to go at it to develop more and more of it. And the fact of the matter is we're going to have more uh, vaccine supply than we actually have people by the end of the year. Pretty, That's amazing. amazing. You know, yeah. a couple of things that I don't understand, they haven't explained to anybody, and, and of course in New York, again, the fact that you're not giving it to seniors before you're giving it to, like, you know, uh, people in uh, drug rehab is, is really yeah. disgusting, right? Yeah, or prisoners. But, or prisoners. But what I don't understand, and, and no one's talked about this, no one's explained this, I've heard con- uh, conflicting things. Once you get the vaccine, are you good for life? Or is this an annual thing like the flu? Like, there's been, very, listen, what I've seen, very little information and a lot yeah. of misinformation on, you know, uh, how, how, how many times you have to take it. Uh, you know, is it every year again? I don't know. I have oh, no idea. We're going to use this as a political tool for the rest of yeah, our lives, I know. by the way. Crazy. For the rest really of is. our lives. Uh, All right. We're going to go. Oh, uh, we'll, I'll, I'll mention some other ones after the break. Yeah, let's go to, uh, let's go to our special guest. We have uh, Paul Santora on the line who's joining us to talk. We're going to turn our attention, you know, to, uh, to you know, helping other business owners, raising money. And, uh, and we're going to do the same thing, Mike and I, here on the radio. We're going to be uh, setting up a, a radio-a-thon, or, or is that what we call it, Mike, a radio-a-thon? <laughs> yes. Uh, to, yeah, to, uh, <laughs> I really butched it earlier in the week. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, that's going to be January 30th to raise money for uh, local food banks because, obviously, a lot of people we know are, are really hurting out there. We want to do the best we can to, to, uh, to help the community. But uh, the, we're, uh, we're welcomed by uh, have Paul Santor on the line right now. Thank you, Paul, for joining us. We appreciate it. You've got an initiative Thank going. Thank Mike. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks. Um, you have an initiative going where you're going to try to raise some money and, and pull a, a pool together, kind of like uh, Barstool has done for local restaurants and businesses, right? Tell us about what you're doing. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we you know, uh, early December, we started to formulate this company. Uh, and, you know, funny, you, you mentioned Barstool because that was probably uh, uh, the inspiration, uh, that and a couple of videos we've done in the past with our response. But, you know, our idea is to, is to get out there, raise money. Um, our, our, our basic mission is to go in, uh, meet these restaurateurs who are struggling, uh, video, conversation, find out what their life's about, uh, see what their specialty is, and really get involved with uh, the nitty-gritty of what a restaurant tour is like in all different industries. I'm sorry, all different types of restaurants in West New York that are struggling. We go out, we tell their story. 
and, and then basically, you know, social media wise, we have TV station backing, radio station. And then we basically put together almost like a restaurant week for that restaurant. So we basically go in, uh, um, you know, put a promotion together with them, push their uh, specials for just them for that week and, and get people to produce uh, as much sales as we can for that customer for that week, you know, and, and work alongside them. We have um, vendor money from them from one of our sponsors for food. We have vendor money for them for paper products uh, to go if we're still in a to-go situation. And then uh, we have a donation at the end and uh, a gift certificate program. And then, uh, and then we, you know, we, we, we market them all week long, and that's the idea. So, um, you know, it's called Revive West New York Restaurants, as we've said, and uh, revivewestnewyorkrestaurants.org is our website. And, you know, listen, we're trying to get restaurants to sign up. We're getting pretty well with that, and we're getting – we're trying to get donors because we have um, – you know, that's one phase of our of, of our uh, of our kind of, um, you know, fundraising idea. And then we're trying to raise enough funds to be able to, you know, go to restaurants that have had to close and are open and try to get some money in their pocket for reopening. And it's all about helping the neighbor, you know? Now, Paul, and, and, and that's where we live. I've been in business since 19, well, not me personally, but my family has been in business since 1927. And Western New York's done a heck of a lot for us over these uh, 93 years. And, and it's time to give back. And, and that's where we're going with it. Paul, maybe you can tell our listeners, you know, to, to ramp up. Let's say you were closed down, because I don't think people really understand this. What does it take to, to reopen a restaurant, right? I mean, what's the cost of, you know, putting food in the freezer and all that stuff? Well, you know, yeah, that, that there's a cost. Obviously, there's loss associated with closing, no question, right? Yeah. And then there's your unemployment staff, you know, that, that you have to worry about. And then, and then, listen, the, the gas bill still shows up uh, while yeah. you're closed. The the, you know, the electric bill shows up as minimum as it is. You still have insurance to pay, right? So a lot of these people have liquor licenses, so your insurance is very high based on that. They don't take a backdoor to that. Yeah. Um, so all those expenses are still being created um, while you're closed. And then, and then you're catching up on vendors while you're closed too. And then. And then you have to hope that those vendors are willing to, you know, supply you because you haven't been paying them like you'd want to <laughs> supply them with that food in order to come in. Right. And then you right. got to get, you know, like right now, for an example, we're having trouble getting staff back. Right. Like and then so if we have to bring back new staff, that means we have to train them a whole right. crew of staff to right. retrain. So so to your point, it's thousands of dollars. It's not like a salon or gym where you turn the light off, you turn the light on. No disrespect to them in any way, shape, or form, but there's major costs associated to your point. Yeah, well, we're trying to keep the money local the best that we can, so give us that website again. It's uh, Revive... It's RevivewestNewYorkRestaurants.org. You know, corporate sponsors, anybody like that can come in, go on, please donate, because we're putting money in these restaurants' pockets like next week. Awesome. Thank you so much, Paul Santora. We really appreciate awesome. it. Take care. Happy New yeah, Year. Thanks for your time, guys. And uh, have a happy New Year and appreciate everything you're doing for me. All right. Take uh, care. All right. Happy New Year. That's going to do everybody. it for this segment, folks. Uh, very short break. You've got the Financial Guys. Keep listening. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network.
You're listening to The Financial Guys. This is the show where money meets politics. I'm your host today, Glenn Wiggle, here with Mike Lomas. It's time to talk money. Do you know what he's done? The gap between the rich and the poor is going down. We've got 3.6% unemployment rates. Do you know what this man is doing? The media will come out as the lapdogs, you know, kissing the butt of the Democrat Party. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Alrighty, welcome back, everybody. Got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and uh, we'll put a, try to put a link to that. Uh, if you just missed the interview with Paul Santora, uh, put together a website, revivewesternnewyorkrestaurants.com, helping to keep things local, and had a whole uh, idea plan to raise money and help to promote local, local restaurants. I mean, it's just a shame that we have to do this, but apparently we don't have anybody at the uh, government level outside of Stefan Mihailu. Uh, a Republican or Democrat, it seems, yeah. that's willing yeah. to stand up to King Como and say, stop it. The yeah. data shows that the restaurants are not the problem, right? David uh, DiPietro. My goodness. David DiPietro. Yeah, yeah David goes to all the couple I, here I, there. And David is just. Oh, .org. I said .com. I'm sorry. RevivewesternNewYorkRestaurants.org. My apologies there. Well, well, again, we'll put a website uh, link up on our, our site at thefinancialguys.com so you can access it easy there, too. D- so. David goes to Albany and just smashes his head up oh against my a God. brick wall how, how could, yeah. He's got to be the most patient guy in the world oh, or have some no. serious medication. Or his seriously. nerves are shot. <laughs> Honest to God, something. <laughs> but they don't seem to be. Right? No, he's, he's so mellow. Like, he ever, just yeah. seems like, you know, it's just. Uh, yeah. I, I'd be, I would, I'd be, I'd be pulling my hair out. I'd be yeah, smashing I, my head on the table. I, I'd be I screaming at the, from the rafters. I would be, I don't know. I think he's ready. Um, you know, know, a lot of the questions we've been getting going back to the stock market. Obviously, there's a big concern with this push towards socialism and then the quote new Democrat Party. Um, you know, and where's the market going to go? And I say, well, you know, here, I've been saying this for months. Here's what we got to be careful about. When socialists get into office, first of all, the one thing they do do that the Republican Party never seems to do is they always swing big, right? So they're not going to go for little, little projects. They're going to go for big projects. Let's take over the health care system, right? Yep. Let's do this big welfare program, right? They think big, and they push for it, right? Those things, by the way, they always front load the goodies, and all the bad stuff is backloaded, yeah. right? Yeah. They never do it the opposite way. They never say, "Here's what we're going to pay. Here's what we're going to raise money for. We're going to allot this money for it, and then we're going to implement that." They say, like Obamacare, "Here's all the goodies you're going to get." And oh, by the way, we won't start. We won't. We'll just put it on a credit card, and we won't start charging any of this stuff for years. Right? There is a massive amount of cash being accumulated in the economy. Their their agenda, by the way, is to move to the left. It is going to take time for them to destroy things. We continue to say, look back at redlining. Look at the Community Mm -hmm. Reinvestment Act. All the stuff that brought the stock market down in 2008 and 2009, it didn't happen by some liberal getting in a year before. President Bush was getting it, was in office. He didn't have anything to do with the subprime mortgage market. He didn't have anything to do with redlining, right? It takes decades for that stuff to fester. Liberalism and socialism was like a cancer. Now, eventually that cancer catches up, right? And you look at the in, the, in Venezuela, and all of a sudden that cancer caught up, caught up, and bam, the market, and, you know, we're down to... Uh, the uh, 25% unemployment rates, yeah. you know, market collapse, right? But what you got to be really careful about is saying, okay, Biden's in office and I'm not going to invest in 2021. Sometimes cancer takes a long time to spread. Sometimes you can stop it and cut it out. And that's what we hope to do, right? You try to win the midterm elections and, and maybe go back to some kind of a sense of, you know, moderate type of management. But, but at the end of the day, um, you got to be really careful. Right now there is 8.3. Think, think about this. Coordinated fiscal policy response to COVID has amounted to $8.6 trillion being deployed across wow. uh, G10 countries or 6% of global GDP. So here's $8.6 million we're just going to throw out <laughs> into wow. the markets. Now, 
The thing is, still, U.S. interest expense as a percent of GDP sits at a six-decade low. Interest expense. Well, why is that, right? Because we're at record low interest rates, right? right? We're we're funding all this stuff at 0%, at 0.1%. And we all know the math on... If interest rates get back to five or six percent, that's when the U.S. gets in trouble, right? So, but right now it's eh, the interest rates are low. We'll just keep funding it. No problem with debt. We'll just, my kids' kids will pay for it. They'll, they'll, Think some, about this. Think about this, some, Mike. At a five percent interest rate, our our the just the debt service would be like twice our budget. It's just, yes. I mean, it's, it's just yes. crazy. When you think yeah. about the numbers. We're almost thirty trillion dollars in debt. We're twenty six, twenty seven trillion dollars in climbing. Right, so you start taking you know five or six percent uh, of of that and paying that back, and it's just it's crazy. You know, one thing you said, Mike, I wanted to highlight, and that is the Democrats swing big, and yep. the sad part is the Republicans have no spine. Right, so you right. mentioned President Bush, President Bush, and the Republican Party, McCain. Right, they tried for eight years. They went through and they talked about Fannie and Freddie. They knew there was a problem. They knew that the subprime mortgage market was a ticking time bomb. And they had repeatedly went to the floor of the House or, or, the, or the Senate. There's speeches on record. And you got Barney Frank defending it going, there's no problem here. <laughs> these are homes. Unlike the speculative uh, dot-com bubble bust, uh, these are these are real homes. These are, you just want rich people to get homes. Yeah, we're, you're not going to see the... Uh, the yeah, the ebb and flow <laughs> that you saw with uh, with the, the stock market, right? And of course, he was completely wrong, right? right. And uh, but he was defending what they had done with the expansion of the subprime mortgage market. There was no subprime mortgage market prior to the 1993 Bill Clinton supercharging of the Community Reinvestment Act. But ultimately, for eight straight years, the Republican Party failed to do anything to fix. The problem. Look at Obamacare, right? We had the Senate, the House, and everything. We right. couldn't repeal it for two years. How could that be? Well, how could that how be? How could that be? Right? We did nothing. Right. Right. For now two, watch and see what on. they do. Oh, the way, here's yeah. what they're going to do. They're going to dust off Obamacare. Oh, right? gosh, A lot yeah. like the Community Reinvestment Act that was created under Carter and then dusted off and really supercharged oh, under Clinton. Yeah. That's what they're going to do here. They throw yep. it out. And the Republicans are too weak to dismantle stuff, and then they get back in and they supercharge it back up. So watch out for the supercharging of Obamacare. But by the way, people say, and this happened last time. Boy, the government's going to take over the 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 uh, the healthcare industry. No, that doesn't happen right away. This is little bombs and little phases, right? So last time, pharmaceutical companies did really well. How could that be if the government's taking over? Well, the first step is to literally give health insurance companies money, right? right. And that's what they did. Yep. They they backed these insurance companies. Hey, here you go. We'll say everything's good. You're but the stock miraculously, by the way, it's no surprise to me that Pfizer comes out with the vaccine, what, a day or two after the election? Yeah. You mean to tell me that, well, look at that. that wasn't important enough? And and, and, right. and and Trump knew it. He knew it weeks before that it was ready. It was ready to go. He kept saying, this will be out before election day. And it was. It was ready. No yeah. different. They just shelved it because they know yeah. Mr. Biden and his buddies in the short term will be well, loading them up with all think, kinds of cash. Well, think about if we didn't have the government regulation we do. And, and going Ugh. forward, folks, we have to advocate just more aggressively for a smaller government. I don't want the Republicans in charge of a large government anymore than I want the Democrats in charge of a large government. The bigger the government gets, the less freedoms you have, the less liberty you have, the less money you have, right? The less disposable income you have. It doesn't matter who's in charge, right? And so you look at the FDA and the federal bureaucracy that some folks have said, this is the gold, Bill Gates, this is the gold standard, right? Moderna, I believe it was, had the formula, 
in January. Yeah. They had a imagine great. if That's we great. didn't have an FDA and Moderna could step forward and say, we think we got the vaccine. Let's let's accelerate the trials. We'll do a voluntary who wants to try it. You would have had a thousand people step up immediately. Right. You could have actually saved if if you believe the two or three hundred thousand lives were, were COVID. Right. If, the, if COVID wasn't there yep. and, and COVID was completely gone. Right. And, then, and, you, and you said we'd have a quarter million more Americans. Then you have to also say that federal bureaucracy like the FDA and the regulations that stopped Moderna from rolling that out to the marketplace caused that many lives, right? Think about how politicized they made the hydroxychloroquine. You know, that has been given out in Africa and other nations at, mm-hmm. on a regular basis with no yep. issues. Nope. They took a study from an absolute uh, sham of a medical, supposed medical organ. You can't even call it a medical organization. It was an actor, a filmmaker, and like a quasi-doctor who got his license from a Cracker Jack box. They made up completely <laughs> a study. Right. Uh, they, they totally made it up. There was, And the media ran with it, and they never corrected it, right? Then you had a, a, a state attorney generals and, and health department officials barring pharmacies in Ohio, for example. Now, they pulled that back from administering that kind of drug. I mean, this is a federal, and we want to put them in charge more of our health care. This is what happens when you have a ginormous bureaucracy, right? Without the FDA, right? You wouldn't that that vaccine would have been out there. And yep. I got to tell you, we have gone so far down the anti-liberty path. Everything now needs yes. to have a you have to have a license to be a hairdresser. Yep. Really? You yep. that doesn't police itself. License. You, you mean really to tell me to do that? Right? Well, but I'm not just saying <laughs> in general though. In normal times. Spreader. But in normal outside. times. In normal times, right? In normal times. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I they, don't know if there'll ever the, be normal times. But you but you mean the free market can't fix that? I right. mean, really? Do you think Bill the, the 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 butcher, right? The 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 barber who's really a butcher who gives everybody horrible hair cuts. How, how long is Bill going to be in business? Unless yeah. he lowers his price to a point where people say, yeah, yeah it's a bad haircut, but you know, it's but worth the price, right? I'll just finish it off myself. <laughs> right. Or people say, guess what? I'm not going to Bill anymore. Yeah. I mean, do well, you really need everything no, to have a license? It's all about control. Like, gosh, it's all about terrible. trying to fund other stuff. And they're like crack addicts. They just can't stop. They really cannot stop, right? Oh, no. we'll set up these toll booths just to work on the, the roads. But then they'd start using the money for other stuff, right? right? Just right. like a heroin addict. He's, I'm yeah. just going to do this once, right? right. Or I'm just going to steal money once yeah. to support my habit. And then they steal more and more and more to support the habit. That's exactly what the liberals are. And unfortunately, the Republicans have become enablers. They just watch. Yeah, they like, just I watch. know you've got a heroin problem. I know yeah. you're stealing money. But you know what? Let's just try to see if we can maybe steal a little less this time. Right. <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, yeah, I'll it's read terrible. off some stats here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I had one on growth I wanted to talk about. Where did it go? Oh, equities. This is a good one. 2020 had a unique bear market. The VIX, which is a measure of a fear, rose to an all-time high of 87. So pretty amazing to go through over the last 12 months. Yeah. The S&P 500 fell 34% in just 22 days. And a swift five-month recovery paved the way for a new bull market cycle. Pretty unbelievable, you know, looking back at, you know, watching the market and its decline the way it did with with, uh, what seemed to be no end in sight. I will say, uh, to pat ourselves on the back, we continuously talk throughout that market cycle about not making panic moves, about rebalancing your portfolio, 
about taking advantage of technology. I believe that's going to be a big thing going forward, right? We're going to have probably more and more volatility, right? We're yeah, going to have for sure. regulations being thrown at us, higher taxes, right? This is all stuff, by the way, that I think corporate America will end up beating in the short term. They'll raise prices or or they'll move themselves around. By the way, here's the other thing to be really careful about. Wow, they're going to go after this green energy deal, and they're going to they're going to try to wipe out some of the oil companies. You know what oftentimes happens? They put massive regulations on these oil companies. The price of oil goes up. The price of gas goes up. Exxon figures out a way to make more money than ever, and their stock price goes up. Exactly. <laughs> you know yep. who gets screwed? You, the consumer. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, and, and if those of you that have watched and listened in on our investment committee meetings, we had a lot of those throughout the year. We're going to probably ramp those back up again here pretty soon. Uh, and those of you that just know clients or are clients of ours, well, you know exactly how we how, how the year went, and it went, went really well. Uh, you know, we were able to really take advantage of the volatility because of the technology, because of the way we're structured, uh, and because of the team we have. I mean, I, I got to say, hats off to you know guys like Dave Marriott, or you hear him here on the show on a regular basis. John Third, Chartered Financial Analyst, uh, Paul Meeks on CNBC on a regular basis. Boy, he's been spot on, right? Yep. Uh, so you know, these guys are some of the best of the best out there, and we're blessed to have them on our team. If you want to interview our team, go to our website, thefinancialguys.com, or again, you can reach us at the office. 833-FIN-GUYS, 833-346-4897. Of course, money management is only one aspect of what we do. We do a lot of financial planning, insurance planning, Medicare, uh, saving people on homeowners and auto. We'll actually be joined by uh, Mike Spraza again today as well, so stay tuned for that. And again, you can find out all the things we do and more on our website at thefinancialguys.com. All right, very short break. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, we are The Financial Guys, and we'll be right back here on The Financial Guys Radio Network. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back, everybody. You've got The Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas here, and uh, with any luck, the bills are doing well right now. This is actually a pre-recorded show, so no calls today. Uh, I, I but feel if, bad, though. We're probably drawing from the bills game. And, we uh, might be, I know. I tried to call them and say you really should change the, <laughs> the game to like a later game because so many people will be turned in, tuned into The Financial Guys and missing you, but... Uh, I think they said they know, people pick them up on replay. Hear us live here. Yeah. Now you can actually pick up us on replay as well. Hopefully, uh, maybe that's how you're listening. So that's that's kind of the cool thing now with the the way that radio.com works and uh, iHeartRadio, and uh, we're actually uh, they they rebroadcast our radio show on both. In addition to our podcast, we also do a separate podcast each week that we probably don't talk about or plug as much as we should, but. That is uh, the same as this show where money meets politics without commercials and just a kind of a straight one hour. Uh, you can uh, hear the audio version released on Tuesday evenings on uh, really everywhere, uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, uh, everywhere. Uh, everywhere. <laughs> We're everywhere. We're the everywhere. The biggest thing ever. The biggest thing ever. And then yeah. you can uh, you can watch the video on YouTube if you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, those are released every Thursday morning, right? Thursday morning now. So anyway, uh, and for more information on both of those things, uh, or our podcast and all the things that we do, again, go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. Can, can I all right, just read you off another fact here? Glenn? Yeah, this please. This is amazing. It's a Bank of America, um, just a, a market pulse piece that we get. And we get a lot of these from a number of different companies. But I thought this was interesting. The pandemic's first wave, and we've been, uh, for those of you that listen every week, you know, we always talk about COVID in the box, COVID in the box, COVID in the box. 
the pandemic's first wave led to 25 million U.S. layoffs, 25 million, and headline unemployment spiked to 14.7%. Globally, labor income fell by 17.3%, which is the equivalent to losing 495 million full-time jobs. Wow. <laughs> 495 Ouch. million full-time. So when those of you go, oh, oh you, you know, you, you COVID in a box, COVID in a box, why do you keep saying that? Well, we're talking about the fact that, you know, there's one size doesn't fit all, and there's always a positive and a negative. That's how a battery works. That's how life works, right? If you're going to try to protect everybody and save every life from COVID and do it the way you're doing it by destroying the economy, well, we're going to have people that die of anxiety, depression, and starvation, right? And so really what somebody should do is weigh all that out, right? Yeah. Now, the liberals don't do that. They're just going to go and attack, and they say they're, they're, they don't care about facts. They don't care about science. They say, here's what we're going to do. But you can't tell me that we're not going to lose all kinds of people from suicide, anxiety, depression, and starvation yeah. if we've lost almost 500 million full-time jobs globally. 500 yeah. million, 495 million jobs. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. That, those are just, just staggering numbers. And, you know, yeah. sadly in this country, we, we've had a good recovery as far as, you know, the stock market goes. We, we've had a modest recovery with the economy, mainly because places like New York and California are holding things back, right? Yep. Uh, miraculously, though, you mentioned the 14% unemployment figure. We were, we're actually down to, I think, under 7% on a national right. average, which it, is amazing, amazing nine months amazing. later. But uh, that's all coming from Texas, Florida. Yep. You know, the places that are open dragging the rest of the yep. country uh, up with it. If New York and, and California were just normal and, and, and acting like Florida, number one, they'd probably have half the case count that they do because that's what Florida has. Uh, but we'd also be, you know, probably be under 6% unemployment and, and a lot less people be suffering right now. Hey, Glenn, how many times have we said over the last bunch of years on this show, you have to look at the stock market and economy very separately, right? Uh, they will catch up to each other in the long term, but at yeah. different times, right? Yeah. You always hear, well, the stock market, by the way, will actually do poorly before the recession numbers come out. And then when it seems like we're in our bleakest moment, the market will go considerably higher. And you'll go, how could that be? The economy's so bad, and then it'll catch up to itself, right? Um, the stock market is pub they're publicly traded companies, right? If we have an idea tomorrow and we come up with the best widget, but we have no money and no earnings, or we're relatively new, uh, we're a we're a restaurant with a one-stop shop where we just come in one restaurant, you can get you know breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You're not big enough to be publicly traded, right? So when you look at the stock market, and we've got to be very careful, the economy is getting smashed here on certain levels. Other levels, it's never been better, right? right never right. been better. Yeah. There's industries out there that have just never been better. Earnings are. I, had a, I was talking to a, a friend of mine, um, and he said he he runs a, an auto parts shop, uh, like yeah. a, you know, fix your car type of place. His earnings are up forty three percent. Why? Well, first of all, you can't buy cars because there's no inventory. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. try to go to Chevy and buy a truck. You know, like I, I was going to trade in uh, Amy's truck, and there's just no inventory. I'm like, you know what? I don't need to trade her car in. I, I, it's a nice truck. We were just, you know, looking for a deal. And every so many years, you know, you sort of get to that point where you say, well, I'm either going to fix it up and do all the maintenance on it and drive it for another five years, or I'm going to trade it in, right? 
no, no, no trade-in available, not a lot of inventory. I said, you know, you're going to crush me on the price you're going to give me for my truck, and, and you're not going to give me a deal on the other side. We'll hold it. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. I go in and I fix that truck. There's a bull market somewhere, and that's why we got to be very careful about saying, I'm not going to, I'm going to sell all my stocks because I'm a conservative, and I know what's going to happen. Well, you don't know what's going to happen because the stock market may ultimately do exceptionally well, although the economy and specifically certain areas, uh, areas are getting crushed. Long-term, is that going to last forever? Nope. They'll blend together over the long term. You can't, you can't, we're a service oriented economy and you cannot continue to smash that and expect the stock market not to pull back and expect the economy not to do uh, the same. I would expect a lot of uh, a bumpy roads ahead and uncertainty because, yep. you know, the markets do not like uncertainty and they're going to trade, you know, all over the place based on that. And, you know, if, if indeed they are able, and it looks like, at least as a recording of this show, it looks like they are indeed going to pull off the Senate race. And for those that said to me, How, can you believe they did it? Uh, yes. I, I, yes, I do. I mean, if they're, if they're so bold to steal a presidential election, why wouldn't you go all in? Right. And, uh, you know, my fear is that, you know, they they, uh, well, they, they really rush all in. But my, my biggest fear is that they, they start to do the complete radical things like, you know, make Puerto Rico and D.C. Uh, two additional states, you know, thus securing the Senate or, oh, yeah. you know, packing the Supreme Court. I mean, now you're talking about really radical things. I would hope that the rally in D.C. on Wednesday would look like a, a summer picnic based on how many millions of patriots you would hope would dissent, but they don't care. And no. unless we get Republicans that are going to be willing to stand up against these folks, I mean, it's just amazing how, how the, the, you know, the, the, uh, the Democrats just, you know, they, they fight with, with brass knuckles, and the Republicans are like, okay, not below the belt. Okay, got it. What are the rest of the rules? Okay, no holding behind the head. Got it. I got these big padded gloves on. Got it. Like, just, yeah. they want to follow all the rules, whether where the Democrats are just willing to get into the into the dirt and uh, and really mix it up. You know, it's yep. just it's just frustrating. And, and the amount of money that you're going to see wasted now, boy, oh boy, we'll be fast. We'll be over thirty trillion. I would guess. I would say by the end of his first term, if not the second oh, no term, doubt. easily. No doubt. No, at this and there, and there's free know, money and for it, all is what they'll yeah. cry. Right? Unfortunately, the Republicans had no intentions of actually cutting the size of government. No, but the, the Democrats are going in with the intention of growing the size of government. Right. Yep. Uh, for sure. Um, yep. Think about this: investing. The top five companies in the S and P five hundred have grown twenty two percent to grown to twenty two percent of U.S. equity market capitalization. So, top five. Companies in the S and P 500, the top five out of 500, have grown to 22 percent of U.S. equity market capitalization. They have returned 49 percent in 2020, the rate of return. While the remaining companies, the other 495, have only gained an average of nine percent. Wow, what a difference! I mean, if Pretty you did not traded market there, huh? yeah, if you did not own those companies, boy, you missed out. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, goes and, down. And I think you're going to see a lot of that going forward, by the way. I think, to your point, Mike, you might see a Dow Jones kind of skitter sideways. You might see a NASDAQ go down. But there's going to be pockets of, of, of or certain companies that are just yep. going to be the benefactors of it. And again, we're so blessed to have a team like we do with over 180 years of investment experience, two CFAs. I didn't mention uh, Danny Neiman, a, a mutual fund manager. Uh, you know, we just have a, a great bench to, uh, to draw from. But this will be a stock picker's market going forward. That's certainly one of the fastest growing parts of, uh, of our business is individual stock portfolios. And, and, uh, and I think you're going to see that going forward for at least the next, you know, probably 12 to 24 months. Yeah. This is a concern, by the way. Medium U.S. corporate credit spread spiked to uh, 450 basis points in March. But monetary intervention helped normalize the spreads. Oh, good. But the stockpile <laughs> of negative yielding debt has grown to $7 trillion since 2019. $7 trillion. Yeah. 
and negative uh, corporate debt out there. That's that's not good. That's not good for long-term balance sheets, folks. That's yeah. not. And that gets back to the argument of short-term cash on the sidelines, record amount of money being infused in, whether we're printing it off or just uh, you know, uh, the Fed printing it off, whether that's PPP stimulus or free handouts, um, all kinds of extra money being poured out there. At some point, you got to pay for it, right? Really cool to put all kinds of new clothes and new sneakers on a credit card. Good deal. I look great. I feel good. Bad news, got to pay for it at some point. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, that bill is going to come due for sure. Yeah. But I think as our analysts would say, and you'll hear them as you accurately pointed out, you know, follow the money when it comes to the government largesse. And, you know, a lot of that money, I think, you know, some of the positive I think the stock market will take from this. And I think you may see, you know, some initial rallies because of it is that free money uh, driving into those sectors are going to have a big impact. So yep. if uh, if you'd like a, a free portfolio review, we're happy to do it for you. If you want us to kick the tires, do a portfolio x-ray. We can take a look and see if you are allocated properly, matching up with your risk tolerance and, uh, and uh, you know, set up to uh, really match your goals and objectives. So use this as a resource, folks. If you think like if you think like us, uh, call our office at eight three three Fin Guys eight three 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 four six four eight nine seven eight three three Fin Guys, or go to our website again at thefinancialguys.com. All right, that's going to do it for the first hour. A whole other hour to go, folks. Stay tuned. More financial information coming. We're going to talk more about uh, politics as well, and uh, we'll talk some local stuff also. Kind of what's going on in. Uh, Western New York. It's sad that we've got to fight lawsuits just to get our businesses back open, but at least we're winning. So always good to be winning. All right. Stay tuned. Financial Guys, Glenwood, Mike Lomas. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. Open the curtain, please. We are introducing New York State Clean Hand Sanitizer made conveniently by the state of New York. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. This is a superior product to products now on the market. Purell, competitor, New York State Clean. It has a very nice floral bouquet, little I detected, lilac, hydrangea, tulips, what is it? Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and uh, we're pre-recorded today. We don't often really announce that, but uh, we figured uh, lots of folks watch the Bills game, as we are, and uh, hopeful for our team. I'd be nice if the stadium was packed and, uh, you know, people could enjoy concessions yeah. and Talk people were employed and, you know. For, for those of you, God bless you, who are out in that stadium and went through all that stuff. But I think really, like, so we're going to give people a COVID test to go into an area. We've got 6,700 people 
Uh, Andrew Cuomo did back out, so he said he had other stuff to do now, I guess. But sure. Really, After the this, community signed, what, a yeah. million people said, you come to yeah. our town, we'll tower and feather you? After this petition that was just, <laughs> <laughs> we hate you, we hate you, we hate you, we hate you, we hate you. Um, oh, man. The, uh, uh, you know, I think he's getting the point. I hope he's getting the point, although he's very vindictive. Oh, uh, sure I think a, a huge, you know, we were talking about some of the uh, the case counts. Yeah. Uh, Albany's got worse numbers than Buffalo, but yet... Parts of Buffalo are closed down, not allowed to open your restaurants. Yeah. Erie County's in an orange zone, and yeah. uh, Albany's in but a yellow Albany's zone. Albany's fine. I wonder who lives in Albany. Mm. There's something mm. like 20 or more uh, counties that are uh, not in an orange zone that have a higher case rate than Western New York does. Yeah. And yet we're the ones. Huh. I don't know. Political. Mm. But again, Mark Policar, nah, no problem. Yeah. You think he'd be on the phone with the governor? You think he'd be holding yeah. a press conference going, I, I talked to the governor yeah. today, I'm expressing our case, right? Here's yeah. here's a presser, right? I'm working on it. I'm, I'm doing the best I can to advocate for Western New York. We want to get our businesses open. If we if the, if, if the numbers show that it's safe and we should be in yellow, I'm going to advocate for our businesses to get back to yellow. I've got a meeting coming up with the governor. None of that. None yeah. of that. He's yep. like, no, I didn't play hockey. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, and Stefan's a racist. Like, what? come on. What is that? <laughs> like, okay, yeah, come he on, is. Mark. Yeah, he is. That's yeah. the best you got, dude. Seriously, no, that's all. The, that's all he that's needs. That's all you got. That's all he needs. I guess. That's all he needs. That's it's sad. so sad. How in the world are two, four, and seven not asking him locally here in Buffalo? The tough questions. Well, he stopped asking. He stopped answering the them. They sure. started asking, and then he stopped doing press conferences. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. Well, and he <laughs> oh, kicked no more off questions. people like WBN. No right? more questions. No, yeah. no more well, WBN. Yeah. And then he's such a uh, <laughs> he's, what a dirtball move. He says. I'm not allowing WBEN, and then he asks them for a question, like he, you know, yeah. like, oh yeah, I still have them here, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. But they're not asking him anything. They don't care. That's that should be frontline news. Albany to Channel Two. To your credit, you were the ones that brought that up, so you did the story on it. So I shouldn't be bashing two four seven. Channel Two said, "What are we doing? Why, how, why are we in this? <laughs> what what? Are we I don't understand." Like, right. Then the rest of us should be asking the same question, along with, "Okay, I'm just going to open." What Marky Mark should be doing is. I'm not here to take orders from Andrew Cuomo. I'm here to support and be the leader of Erie County. And at some point, Mark, your salary is paid through people who own businesses in Erie County. And at some point, you're going to actually have to open up before there's no more businesses left in Erie County. Yeah. Well, he doesn't care. He'll be gone. He won't run again. After this, he'll be like Dr. Burks. I'm not running again because people are mean. Right, Dr. Burke, yeah. she was all upset because her family has been through so much because so much. she was so surprised at the outcry oh. because, and it, you know, she should have gotten together with her parents yeah. after lambasting you for getting together with yours no. because her parents were lonely. Hers so were lonely. it was okay for Dr. Burks to get together with four generations of her family and travel oh. to like Rhode Island. That was okay. Thinking These career swap people, by the way, I'm so done with them. And like Dr. Fauci, right? Who who deemed him? He's the top uh, uh, a virus expert in the no, he's not. No. He's the top bureaucrat in the federal right. bureaucracy. That's uh, again, all he a failure, is. A failure by Trump. Love you, Donald. A right. failure by Trump. Every single day, the press conference should have been led by, here's the actual CDC numbers. And by the way, and there was thousands of them that stormed it Washington. Been. It should have also had frontline COVID doctors like Dr. Erickson That's right. that said, you know what? Dr. Fauci's not a frontline COVID doctor. He's an academic. Right. Okay. Go back to teaching in some liberal He's university. He's a bureaucrat. He's not um, even really an academic. Yeah, that's right. He's a bureaucrat. I'm, that's right. That's right. Go back and help your, your, your Democrat party. Here's here's who we're going to talk to. Right. We're going to talk to frontline COVID. Doctors. Instead, right. these poor doctors are standing outside. They're right. outside of right. Washington. Right. They're not even inside. And 
the same outside thing of Washington. They put their, their, their own yes. press conference together. And by the way, this is not Mike and Glenn looking backwards. Talked about this months ago. Message has to change. Got to tell people the right message. Can't lie about COVID. Is COVID for real? Yes. We need the real numbers. Should we be shut down? Absolutely not. Talked about all this. They got killed on the messaging of COVID. They did. I think it was a big part of losing. I know they cheated. I know they cheated. He should have won by so many votes that they couldn't catch up to the cheat. Yeah. Part of that loss was the messaging on COVID. They did a really crummy job of it. Part of it was they didn't drain the swamp. It's funny. Yeah. You sent me a... Uh, yeah. A video the other day of uh, Mitt Romney on a plane. Yes. That was <laughs> they were, Tuesday. Tuesday. They were hammering him on the oh, plane. Oh, yeah. I got to find I, that. I, I'm surprised he that. didn't fly private, by the way. I was impressed that he didn't fly private. Oh, he's but, too uh, cheap. Yeah, but he's he was getting cheap. hammered on the plane by some conservatives. Let and, me play that if I could find it here because it's, yeah. it's worth it. So they, yeah. They, they, yeah, they. There was one lady sticking up for him, and boy, there was another <laughs> conservative who just said, Shut up and sit down. You're one out of a million that might care for, the, that, that care for <laughs> what he's doing. Alone. The rest of us Republicans want to get back to you know, uh, economic freedom and be able to have our, our yeah. freedom back. This is great. Here, this is Mitt Romney just hanging his head in shame on a. Fu- That's a long flight, too. That's a long flight yeah. from Salt Lake to D.C. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, sure that's like a four, four and a half hour flight security. at least. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, up in the air. Here, here's the uh, here it is. This is from uh, Tuesday, I believe. That goes on for quite some time. So, uh, and when I say quite some time, I, I believe it went on for like over an hour. <laughs> so they're calling him traitor. They're just chanting traitor, traitor, and there he is with his head just hanging low, and uh, as it should be, as it should be, he's a traitor. You know, honest to God, he, he just doesn't seem to be well. President Trump. All these people, they were they they were more than happy to ingratiate themselves to President Trump when they needed his support. They were more than happy to put their hand out when they needed President Trump to campaign for them in their district. Yeah. And then as soon as they didn't need President Trump anymore, he was out there. Mitt Romney was out there criticizing President Trump before his election was even, uh, the ink was even dry on the paper, for God's right. sakes. Yep. Right? Right away, before he was even, the, it wasn't even in office yet, and he gets uh, and he's already stabbing the president in the back, who just campaigned for you, Mitt. You yep. wouldn't be a senator if it wasn't for the, uh, President Trump, right? And, yep. and honestly, God, over and over again, President Trump stepped up and stuck his head out. The only reason these clowns, some of these clowns won, was because of President Trump. This Republican Party, I got to tell you, they better get their act together really fast. Not only in this state, Langworthy, and the, and, the, and, the, and the county and whatnot, but on a federal level, because there's a lot of people like me that are just fed up, right? If you're not going to stand up for the American way of life and the American people and fight like it matters, then I don't know if if I, I have to. I'm going to take up like I don't know basket weaving or something. I have to drop politics. I can't do it. I just yep. it frustrates the hell out of me to watch these Republicans. Like oh, they I just know. follow all the rules. Like okay, I can see them get to the middle of a boxing ring. Like where the where the we got to do a spoof like that. Can we can we do like a video spoof where like <laughs> the Democrat gets to the ring and they got like a chain and a pipe and brass knuckles and a, and then you get Mitt Romney in there with like the you know the big padded gloves and you yeah. know don't hit below the belt. I'll follow the rules. Oh, you got break yeah. when I tell you to. Okay, you know uh, where <laughs> the. Just- <laughs> right, <laughs> while the, while the while the Democrats wielding a baseball bat, and that seems to be like how yeah. they how they fight. Yeah, it's well, just or if they do it all, I, I don't know if Chris Jacobs all, on a right. personal level. I'm sure you're a wonderful man. Where the hell are you? Right. Where are you? Where the heck are you? Uh, I mean, this area is dying. It dying. Businesses are going to get shut every day. Where yeah. are you? Where are I, I see DPA trail. 
I yeah. see Stefan. That's about it. <laughs> That's you, heard about the, it. you heard the stat last week. We had Corey Hogan on, Hogan and Willig, representing, I think, 70 different restaurants, right? And he's just, the stat that he threw out was staggering. There were 60,000 jobs associated with the restaurant industry in Western New York. Now there's 20,000 jobs. Hmm. If we're lucky, we'll gain back half of what we lost. That still leaves 20,000 jobs, and that's just one industry. Enough is enough. And it's not working either. That's the best part about it, right? Yep. We get double the numbers as a Florida, as a Texas, as states right. that don't have this draconian you know, shutdown of their businesses oh, and, and destroying people's the, lives. And the move is quick, folks. People are leaving yeah. faster oh, wow, and yeah. faster than you ever. You better believe it. Uh, you know, one of the things I used to, we used to hear was, well, here's, here's the one thing. Well, you know, I'm going to move when the kids are out of school. Well, now the kids yeah. are not in school right. in New York, right? So I, I had right. a, a good buddy of mine. He owns a, a lot of real estate, and he owns real estate not only in New York, because that's where he started, but other parts of the country. He just got fed up. He literally left. He had the resources to be able to say, I'm yeah. going to keep my house here in case I don't like it. I'm yeah. renting a house down in Florida. He is now has his house uh, will be on the market within a week or so. Yeah. He's gone. He's yeah. like, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I, I, and I was staying because I wanted my kids to go through the school system there because they had already started. They had their friends. They were happy. And the intention was when they graduated to be able to start relocate. Well, if they can't even go to school anymore, and there's no right. stopping this, by the way. I right. mean, the school unions are out of control. Oh, yeah. Uh, WGRZ out also put out a, a good piece the other day about the list of, of, of school administrators that are making six figures. And I'm not saying 101,000. I mean like uh, 200,000. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And, and you would not believe. I started going through the list, and I'm like, well, I don't have time to do this. That's yeah. how big the list was. And I'm thinking, what could all these people possibly be doing when the school districts have some of the worst SAT scores in the country? In the country, yeah. How, what, what are you doing? So what, what are you doing to de- deserve two hundred eighty nine thousand? We can get pe- uh, paper pushers for thirty thousand yep. dollars. It, it's a joke. It's the the really mass exodus is going to continue, and it's going to it's going to accelerate. And uh, I, I, you know, I, the, the, again, the, we talked about this last week. The tough part is when the when the when the givers leave, when the when the takers are here. Yep. At some point, the givers get stuck because they can't sell their real estate, they can't yeah. sell their investment property. It becomes a real you know, uh, no uh, uh, it's a, that you know, it's a tragedy because these people are going. I want to leave. I can't get out. You know. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's hope it doesn't happen. All right. If you just throughout the week, folks, we manage money for a living. Thefinancialguys.com, eight three three fin guys. We come back. I want to update uh, uh, three Chinese stocks that we talked about on our podcast. That the New York Stock Exchange said they weren't going to delist against the executive order. They have since changed their mind. We'll talk about that. Stay tuned. You've got the financial guys. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. All right, welcome back. You've got The Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and uh, one of our rare times where we're going to let you know that this is actually a pre-recorded show. And the reason we're doing that is because, number one, we want to also enjoy the Bills game with you, but we also recognize that there's a lot of very fluid things going on this week. And as we're recording this show on Wednesday here, uh, the uh, the protesters have now entered the U.S. Capitol building. I don't know how this is going to turn out, of course, uh, you know, as we're watching this live, as we're recording this show, but... Uh, it just, you know, we are in unprecedented times, folks. No and doubt. I got to tell you, you've got 70 million Americans that are absolutely furious, which yep. with what is obviously, well, obviously left, manipulation, right? Yes. Now, you've look, left, left-wing liberals <laughs> point, poking them, poking, right? We're, you, you're not paying for anything. 
You have no de- desire to go take a risk and get a job or go to work, right? Yeah. And you keep poking the bear, poking the bear, poking the bear, and then you steal the election. And it's very obvious because obvious. it's all over the place, right? It's obvious. Well, look at the center of the race. I'm looking at the numbers, that, you know, this morning and going back and looking at what happened last night. And and uh, I, I had full expectation that they would cheat. I watched numbers. I watched thirty thousand votes get taken away from uh, uh, from Purdue. I watched yeah. it. It's online. You go watch it, right? How does that happen? How does that happen? How does thirty thousand votes go the opposite direction? Poof, like that. All of a sudden, just found them. Just gone. Found them. No, they're gone. They're gone. They yeah. went away. They oh, went yeah. away. They were gone. <laughs> he had like uh, you know whatever something something seventy seven you know two million one hundred seventy seven thousand votes or something. And then all of a sudden it was like two million one hundred forty thousand votes. That was yeah. it. Like it was like yeah. thirty thousand gone right in the, with, before your eyes. I don't know if it's the voting machines. I don't know if it's the way it's reported. I don't know what kind of manipulation is going on. Of course, they extended the counting for three hours, right? Well, we're going to send people home. It might take days. Oh, oh, it's that close, is it? Call in the trucks, right? Where's the extra balance? You've got, I'm looking at these races where they got 4 million votes or so, right? And uh, and, and each of these Senate races. And you've got Stacey Abrams announcing before the election that she had 800,000 ballots in hand already, right? She had one quarter <laughs> of the votes. She had one, I, one quarter or one. Got third of what she, right? She had one third of you know Warnock with a one with like two point two million four. votes. She has more than one third of that in her pocket. She shows her up warehouse. with, four, with her, her and three of her friends in the biggest oh. U-Haul trucks they can find. Right. I think you'll find all these yeah. adequate. Oh, perfect. Oh, oh, okay. Perfect. Hey, would you help? Would you would you stay around and help us scan them in? No problem. Unbelievable. We're probably going to need another three hours though. Is that okay? Yeah, Unreal. not a big deal. <laughs> Unreal. Well, I, I want them. Yeah, it's just crazy. So uh, more unprecedented times, right? On Tuesday, we talked about this in our podcast. You had the New York Stock Exchange igno- deciding to ignore an executive order. And I remember we talked about this on Tuesday. I said, I was shocked. I'm like, yeah. you can't just... The, the, first of all, President-elect Joe Biden is not president yet, number one. Number two, when he does become president, the previous executive orders are still in place until somebody undoes them, right? Yeah. You can't make a... Not uni- anymore. Not you can't anymore. make a unilateral decision. Well, guess what? The New York Stock Exchange, the very next day on Wednesday, flip-flop. They came out Wednesday morning and yet again said they uh, they plan to go ahead and delist those telecom talks. So shares of China telecom companies uh, dropped on Wednesday after the New York Stock Exchange reversed course yet again on its controversial plan to delist them. Wednesday's reversal marks the third change in less than a week as the storied exchange located in downtown Manhattan struggles to comply with an executive order signed by President Trump in November that prohibits Americans from investing in a list of companies with alleged ties to Chinese military intelligence and security services, as reported by the New York Post. So... But maybe by the time this day, this show airs, maybe they'll flip up again. Who knows? <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't know. yeah, that's right. Back and forth on this. Eh, whatever. We're going to ignore yeah. the executive order. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Now we're not. I don't know. Yeah. They're all over the place. But uh, but that's where we are now in this country. You know, we could right. decide we're going to we're going to ignore the rule of law. Yeah, courts saying you know they're going to what they're going to decide yeah, to hear or not here. That's right. And, I that's mean, right. Hey, look at uh, you can open your churches. No, I don't think you can. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Supreme Court said I could. No, 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 no. Still 33% occupancy. Uh, again, patriots, please stand up and fight for your rights. Please, yeah. uh, I'm not saying you get in fights, fights. I'm saying I love to see, you know, people now getting together, which should have been done months ago. Yes. You know, uh, file your lawsuits, fight yeah. for those lawsuits, continue to fight to open businesses. I think you can open businesses without causing, you know, you don't need to, you know, fight to, physically fight to open your business, but you really do need to fight. You got to stand up and say enough is enough. Open your doors. People will support you. 
People will go there. You know, again, what happened to my body, my choice, right? What yeah. happened to you do you? It's amazing. <laughs> oh we get all these little, we get oh, all these left no. wingers that hit our yeah. Facebook page and they tell, here's what they tell us. Uh, this was, to, this was earlier today. Oh, you two uh, shouldn't do a radio show. You don't know what you're doing and it's not very good. Okay. Oh, well, thanks. what about, what about your ears, your choice, right? First of right. all, we've got, you know, probably the, one of the biggest independent radio shows in the country, let alone New York state. Right. right. So <laughs> we're doing something right. Right. For we 22 have, years. I, I, and then they, then they educate me on, you know, you, you know, you don't know how to run a business. Well, okay, yeah. we have the largest independent investment firm between you know Buffalo and Rochester <laughs> that I'm aware of. So uh, apparently wrong again, right? Yeah. So, but but it's always them. Like you know, okay, you don't want to listen, so you're going to turn me off. Okay, well, yeah. just turn your radio off. Right, right? turn it off. Yeah. yeah, if you don't want to get COVID, and you're you're absolutely. You, you, you just believe that these masks are going to help you, then I can't spit through your mask, right? I can't. So if I'm walking through the grocery store without a mask and you've got one on, you should be just fine. Sanitize your hands on the way out, right? Do all you've got to do. Do you the best you can do you. Right. Leave me alone. Leave other people alone. Well, that was that's liberalism, right? They want to control everybody else. And the way that they weaponized COVID, and the way that they would, the way that they twisted this from Dr. Fauci going from "well, masks don't work" to "we have to wear masks to protect other people." Folks, I want to talk to you how dangerous it is when the government starts to tell you what you have to do yep. to affect other people. Where does that end? You have well, it's just a mask, Glenn. Oh, until it's just a kidney, yeah. right? I'm not <laughs> right. kidding. I am no, not right. kidding, folks. Absolutely. At what point does the government step up and say, well, it's for the good of other people if you give up things you're not using? Well, like your yacht. Oh, okay. Or your boat or your house or your kidney, right? Yeah. There's, there's, you know, what, we talk about slippery slope. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason why these terms, and I didn't realize until I was older, like when you're younger, like you think you know everything, but you don't, right? You're dumb. When you get older, and I, I'm getting older now, I feel like I get off my lawn. You know, you start <laughs> to realize that there's a reason why these sayings are there. Like, you know, slippery slopes around for a long time. with well, a reason yeah. for that, right? Yeah. You, you, you start to figure out, you know, is truth of these sayings, like birds yeah. of a feather flock together. I thought that was just a saying, but that's got a lot of real life applications, right? Right? You Absolutely. can really understand and get an idea of who people are by who they hang out with and who they're and who they associate with, right? Yep. Um, and so, you know, it just amazes me that you know when you look at some of these things like the slippery slope of just wear a mask that we don't think that that's not going to progress to the next step. You know, what is that next step? I right. don't know. I don't know, but I can tell you that every time we don't push back on something, they take more. Right. Every time we don't fight for our civil liberties, we lose them. Right? right. Every time we don't stand up to something like a safe act and say no, like we're not getting thirty round magazines back, folks, in no. New York State. No, we're not, not getting those back ever. No. And, right? And they fight. That's the let the left has got to fight. I'm not condoning fighting, physically fighting. No. But the left but they do that in the, the middle office. of the night, one well, o'clock do, in the morning, right? right? They do. And then Whatever they get away with takes. that too, right? So as Antifa approaches Stefan Mahilo as he gets out of his car to have a peaceful No, no, I was talking about the friend. legislators. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Passing the yeah. safe act at one o'clock yeah. in the morning. No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. <laughs> no, they, yeah. they physically fight, but they fight for yeah. what they want when they're in there, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they will, Biden and his buddies will go right after health care, right? Oh, well, the Republicans absolutely. could not dismantle no, Obamacare they to couldn't. save their life. You got somehow McCain, miraculously, the, they'll, they'll get a $100 million website through, yeah. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. I mean, anyone with the brain goes, it doesn't cost $100 million right. to run a website. It's a bit excessive. To that, right? right? But they get it through, right? And guess what? If it costs two hundred million dollars, they get it through. Yep. They no, just some figure out a way to no will matter. it through, right? Yep. It, it doesn't matter. A conservative's got to wake up, and at some point, um, 
you know, I, and maybe this is it. I, you know, I'm not condoning fighting, but we're we're recording this on Wednesday, and there seems to be some chaos down in Washington. So yeah, well, you know, as we talk about you know liberals and what their plans are, you know, you don't have to look any farther than New York Times to get a glimpse of, you know, really how I hate to say it, but mentally ill some of these people are. This is Lee Wan. Now Lee Wan is the uh, she's like the uh, the tech writer for the New York Times. This is what she writes. My latest on how the pandemic has upended many perceptions, including ideas about freedom. Chinese don't have freedom of speech, freedom of worship, or freedom of from fear, but they have freedom to move around and lead a normal day-to-day life. Mm. Oh, so let me get this straight. So a normal day-to-day <laughs> life to you is no freedom of speech, no freedom of worship, well, and no freedom it. from fear. It's like oh. putting- yeah, I get it's, that. It's like putting a. Remember, there was a study oh that was a, a poor elephant. You can't make this a, stuff up. They right? had an elephant on a chain for years, and uh, I, I know this rescue team came in and saved them. And the biggest thing was, is it took years for that elephant to start to move away from where they thought they were chained to, right. even though he wasn't chained there anymore. Right? Yeah. Well, this and is that's, this is that's really dumb. what these Chinese have been brainwashed to be. Sad. Hey. The Communist Party is good. Yeah. It's better Oof. for all of us. Unreal. I know I'm not allowed to open my mouth. I know I'll end up in jail if I do, but I can roam around wherever yeah, I want. But on freedom but of around, they're not they're they're technically not, at still least chained to at, the, at this point, they're not actually uh, you know nailing my door shut to lock yeah. me in. But hey. Yeah. Anyway. Well they did some yeah. they did for a bunch of us yeah. for COVID. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> all right, we gotta take a very short break, folks. You've got the financial guys. We'll be right back on the other side of the break here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. Forget the extremists. It's simple. No one hunts with an assault rifle. No one needs 10 bullets to kill a deer. You're listening to The Financial Guys, Len Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the Financial Guys. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas here on a pre-recorded Financial Guys show. And I don't often say that. We Even when we do pre-record, we don't actually announce it. Uh, but a lot of stuff going on this week, and I don't want something to happen. And then you people realize that now people not realize that this is a Wednesday, yeah. not a Saturday. So well, we get those messages too. Like, well, yeah. every once in a while, we'll tape. And Why I'll didn't you maybe, talk about this? Yeah. And it's like, what's well, wrong with you guys? That's yeah. what they say. What's wrong with you? Don't you know what's really going on around you? Yeah, well, well, we took a weekend off. We do right. manage <laughs> uh, multiple businesses, so. Uh, you know, that happens once in a well, while. Well, the Bills are playing. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is like the best season we've had in my adult life here, right? Yes, you know, since, uh, since my college days. Like, Truly. You know, yeah. we can't not miss that, right? So it's let's uh, wish them luck. As we speak right now, though, there have been shots fired on Wednesday. I don't know what the well, results are going a, to be, but s- man, oh, man, fa- it looks fought, ugly. It's not confirmed, is it? Yeah, yeah they, said, they said report of shots fired, yeah, so, so I don't know if that's... Yeah, well, it's gotten uh, ugly. They are storming the Capitol, and yeah. uh, this is... Uh, un- I mean... Uh, you, you, you know what? What do you think is going to happen when you continue to steal elections and continue to 
poke people in the eye. I mean, you, you, if you, uh, when you ask people to fight, 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 eventually they're going to stand up and fight. And I think that's a result of this. Well, you're, uh, you're looking at a situation here where, you know, again, the Republicans haven't stood up for anybody. And, and, no. and I think that there's 75 million Americans that watch the, you know, basically watch the coup in slow motion. I mean, you yep. have four years. Four years of Russia, Russia, Russia. Not my president, right? Yep. They put all they they left all kinds of resistors all over the government, right? Yep. There was anti-Trumpers at every level, and you know that's where Trump really could have done, I think, a better job. He could have got in there right out of the gate, but they hamstrung him right out of the gate, right? Yep. He had to fire Comey right out of the gate. Comey's leaking information yes. yep. in February, fire. right? He's barely on the job a uh, month, know, what, and what Comey's weird? leaking stuff over to another to a to a, a reporter. Uh, uh, I mean, how do you trust he, people like that? He, you take has, over the helm like that. He has no problem part. firing certain people, and then I know. other people that should have been fired sit there forever. I, I, I know. I, I, I know. It. I don't get it either. But here it. we are, and yeah. this is a sad situation that we're in, and I, I hope to God that whatever happens for the rest of, uh, I guess, Wednesday afternoon here as we're yeah. recording this, it's... Uh, yeah, not many people are hurt, but it yeah. looks so hot right Let's now. Let's talk about home and auto <laughs> on a different note yep, for a second yep. here. We got uh, Mike Sparazza, head of our home and auto division, in saving people money, shopping over twenty five companies. Uh, whether it's it, we've been helping so many people, not only the Rochester area, we got offices in Rochester, Batavia, and of course here in in Western New York. Many people we've been talking every show about the amount of people that are leaving to places like Florida, yep. and and this week alone, it's Wednesday. And we've already helped, I think, five or six people with homes down yep. in Florida. And I say that only because I see the reports, but in folks that are either second home or are relocating down to Florida, right? Yeah, I actually just talked to somebody again this morning, too, about uh, it's four drivers in Florida, you know, some kids on the road, and they just need some savings right now with the, you know, they're just tight on cash. So we're, we're trying to help them down there. And, you know, we've seen a lot of success because down in Florida, you got to really actively shop even more than you do in New York, just based on rates oh, and God, how they yeah. change. So, you know, every every year they're changing and not just, you know, one or two percent here or there. We see a lot eight to 10 percent down there or more. Uh, on the year, so you got to make sure you're actively shopping every single year down there. Yeah. I tell you, the kids on the policy kills you. I mean, yep. speaking as a, as a parent of two kids on a policy, it's just it's a two thousand dollar ordeal. Bam, right there. Like each child, wham, two thousand bucks. It's like woof. Yeah. So if you could do anything to mitigate that uh, that cost, I mean, really, uh, you got to do it, right? So that's that's when it becomes really really important. And all those gimmicks, and I don't know if any of them work because I've never doesn't seem to work for me. But the I'm going to put my son or daughter on their own policy. Like that doesn't usually work if they're in your household, right? <laughs> right. No, I mean, you, you can do it. I'm not saying you can't do it, but it, that's not a uh, a big saver for anybody. No. Actually, to be honest with you, most of the time it makes it worse because well, then they yeah. lose the discounts. They lose your homeowners. Maybe right. you're getting a homeownership discount. You're getting a marriage discount. They're going to lose that. You're maybe yeah. getting a multi policy discount. They're going to lose that. And most kids, yeah. their credit is not as good as you know, the parents' credit is. And not that insurance looks at the credit score exactly, but it's an insurance score, and that's all taken into account. Yeah, and I think being honest with your insurance agent, you know, it's not going to matter sometimes until it matters, right? Oh, yeah. I'm not in a flood zone, or I'm not this, oh, and gosh. somehow they figure that oh, out. But yeah. then, then the claim comes in, and, well, wait a minute, you lied to us, right? You told us you didn't have a pit bull. You do have a pit bull. Yep. Yeah, and I always say, that. you know, Glenn, I'm going to steal your your uh, line here, but it's not a big deal until it's a big deal. Yeah. And, and with most companies, you know, if there's a minor little scratch on a car from a kid driving, maybe it's not a big deal. But if the kid goes out and kills somebody and they're on the hook for a million bucks, um, you can probably yep. bet they're going to make a bigger stink than if it was a, you know, 500 hour claim. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. Uh, yeah tell us some careful. success stories from the week. 
Uh, yeah, so so Brett's actually had a really great week this week, meeting with some people and and you know really saving a lot of money. He had one yesterday. A gentleman came into our Buffalo office and was just looking to see if he could save any money. He's been with the same company five or six years, and uh, Brett doubled liability, added an umbrella, still saved the guy about eight hundred and fifty bucks a year for him and his wife. Wow! So that was a big one, and uh, I actually told him I was going to mention it on the radio this weekend. So uh, that was a great one for Brett and. Uh, you know, just it's not always that big, but sometimes you know, 150 bucks, 200 bucks goes a long way. Why pay more and give the insurance companies more money if you don't have to? Yeah. Well, you might Shop. need that money for taxes. I mean, you never yeah. know. <laughs> right. That's right. The new Biden administration. Yeah, who knows? yeah. You'll need it for taxes. You'll need it for all their new socialism Surcharges. social programs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High. Well, we've already have higher uh, tolls this week. That was a new yeah. thing for 2020. Oh, good, good. good. But yeah, uh, so roads road should be improving any time now, right? Oh. Oh, they're going to look great. How about they're that temporary great, toll? What was that? Pete, the uh, Grand Allen Bridge. How's, you're on Grand Allen, uh, Mike. How's that? Is that gone now? No, it's faster now. Yeah, oh, it's we faster. Just, we just run right through. You don't even oh. know you're getting, you don't even oh, know you're getting charged you anymore. Remember the, remember the last segment we were talking about, you know, that elephant chain oh, to man. the block, and yeah, eventually they yeah. just, just assume they're chained there even yeah. though you take it off? Yeah. It's funny because you see people go, oh, my God, I'm so happy that the tolls now are, are so much faster. And I'm like, think about what you're talking about, really. Take a step back for a second, right? Even the easy pass. You're saying, I'm so happy that they ripped the money out of my pocket electronically, yeah. and it's so much quicker to get it to the government than it is if I reach my hand in my pocket and, and hand it to him. But it's sick how how we're just we're we're, we're feel really blessed yes. that because it's faster, the yes. process of ripping the money out of our pocket yeah. and handing it to him so they could waste it is faster. <laughs> we're like, oh thank God. This Way is better so off. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Off. Not like, oh wow, you know, I took a trip from uh, Buffalo to Florida and the I the only toll I saw was to leave New York State and to come back. Yeah, what yeah. a shocker, right? Yep. And they were the worst roads ever. So all right. So uh, by the way, uh, you know, is the middle of the winter here for those of us in Rochester and in uh, and Buffalo flow yep. and uh, going out to the far side of Rochester, Batavia. Um, you know, I, I always say now's the time to probably look at some of the things like boats, right? RVs. Um, you know, don't wait until the last minute to shop it to get the best rate. Yeah, we're getting close. I mean, before you know it, you'll blink and it'll be March or April and then it's almost time. So yeah, I mean, anything. Uh, and even- I'm blinking. <laughs> 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 Nothing's happening, Mike. <laughs> um, I mean, even now too, with the snowmobiles, you know, it's that time of year, the snow's yeah. starting to come, you know, in, uh, in inches and yeah. in feet, but you know, it, <laughs> That's now time to look at snowmobiles, ATVs, all that stuff. So we work, and and even now we're we're getting into Syracuse as well, in New York. So we we've, we've been working with some people in Syracuse now too. So um, we're working all across New York State. Any recreational vehicles, autos, homes, boats, businesses, you name it. Yeah, awesome, perfect. Uh, tell tell us about the website. We yep. can do this online. You know, it's funny. I've always been an in person, in face, face to face type of person. I like seeing people. Yep. Still love doing that. Yep. But there's a lot of people, especially when it comes to home and auto. Not that we won't do that. Yep. Want to come into our Rochester office, our Batavia office, our Buffalo office, where we'll sit and help. But a lot of times you can through this through Zoom. In fact, yep. we had a client that was called in Syracuse the other day, last minute. He's yep. from Syracuse, and he said, "I'm on my way to the dealership to pick up my car, and I didn't." have something with insurance or whatever. So yeah, He actually needed a, a whole policy. He didn't even have any. He was he, going to pick up a first vehicle. And he's like, I, I need to get something. And so we took us start to finish from, from making sure we got the quote and all the information to getting him an ID card to pick up the car. It took us about 12 and a half minutes. So that, that was wow. a good one. Um, but yeah, you can talk to us via phone, via Zoom. Uh, go on the website and you can, you can talk uh, and chat with us right on our website. And then, uh, you know, like, like Mike said, you can always come in, too. We're here. Mike, so, that yep. website again? TFGHomeAndAuto.com. TFGHomeAndAuto.com. Or, you can, of course, you can go to our website, 
at thefinancialguys.com and find the link. All right. Anything else? Thank you. That's it. I think that's all all I got. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Cool. All right. As we uh, reset, we were uh, talking before the... uh, uh, before Mike came in and before the break, a little about Erie County and, and uh, you know, obviously the federal government, what's going on there. I want to talk for a second, Mike, we've got a few minutes left in this segment, about the vaccine distribution because lo and behold, you know, places like Florida are, you know, Governor DeSantis this week, I think, hit it best. He goes, you know, we've got some hospitals, like, you know, one decided we're, we're giving the hospitals and, and we're trying to get these in the grocery stores. And, you know, Florida is very simple, right? We're doing yep. it by age, right? The old people first and, you know, over 65 and then, you know, down on to uh, medical workers and so on. In Florida, my parents already have gotten the first dose of the vaccine. That's yeah. how fast Florida is moving. Yeah. Well, he and, had a plan, right? Remember, he came out with a plan. Yep. Where uh, where Cuomo said, I think I'm going to get an advisory board in right. place. Yeah, uh, of exactly. What? Of what? Are these the same advisors that right. set up Solar City? Is that right? What you, exactly. You know, like the they know so much that. more than they right. know so much more than Pfizer or Moderna, right. right? Give me a break. So so that's the amazing thing, right? So so in New York, like he's got a whole convoluted list of rules and who gets what. They've already in New York shipped the vaccine to the wrong hospitals, right? That was the very first the very first shipment of vaccine, like the one that was supposed to go to suburban went to DC. The CMC, the CMC went to this one, this one went to that one. It was a giant cluster, right? So they've already done that. They've, they've made a mess of it with deciding who's going to get, you know, a, a, a drug uh, rehab people first. Prisoners are higher up than your grandmother in some cases. I mean, yep. it's just ridiculous, right? And uh, and, and so in, in New York versus Florida, this is the difference, okay? In Florida, Governor DeSantis said, look, if we're living up to the hospitals, but here's the thing. If hospitals are unable to get the distribution that we expect they should be getting, then we're no longer going to give them more vaccine to distribute. We're going to find other places to distribute the vaccine. Because at the end of the day, we want to have the vaccine distributed as fast as possible. It's in all of our best interests. Makes sense. In New York, it's if you don't use the vaccine properly, we're going to fine you between 100000 and a $1 million. That's what Cobo has said. Right. Mm-hmm. So you've got these. So that's helpful. Right, so the yeah. healthcare you know, health hospitals are already reeling. Right, they're already understaffed. They're already overworked. They already are are budget crunched because they've lost all of their you know their electives procedures and whatnot. And so let's punish them more. But that's the Democrat <laughs> way. See, that's right. Right, don't just shut down the restaurant, steal their liquor license. Right, that's don't right. just take away the supply of vaccine and re- reallocate it to a facility that could distribute it faster. Because no, 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 we have to punish. The hospital that used it wrong or, or or didn't distribute it fast enough. I mean, that's the mentality. That's not helpful, Como. It's not right to to find a hospital is not helpful, right? They're doing the best that they can. Mistakes are going to be made. It is what it is. Everyone's doing the best they can to rush it. You know, in, in and they had a, a situation and they turned into a positive where I guess they, I don't know where it was. They thought out too much vaccine, right? Yeah. It's going to go bad. So they grabbed the vaccine. They just started sticking whoever they could. You know, get over here. We're going to uh, healthcare workers, whoever. They used what they had, or else it was going to go bad. That's the right thing to do, right? Yep. You do that in New York, it's up to a, it's up to a hundred thousand to a million dollar fine. Yep. Right. You, in New York, you're better off letting it just rot than you are putting somebody ahead of somebody else that shouldn't be ahead of somebody else. It's just yep. so stupid. But well, that's how it's all about punishment in New York. It's not about efficient distribution well, to help the people. About punishment. It's always yeah. about punishment. Always about punishment. Never about here, hey, it's COVID. Let's come up with a game plan to open. It's all about close, close, close. Yep. Right. Hey, let's come up with a game plan to really help you do more business. No, no. it's about, oh, you're successful. How do we steal more of your money? That's and right. By the way, this is pre taped. We are actually pre taping 
recording this uh, three thirty on a Wednesday in the middle of what seems to be some chaos in Washington. Yeah. Uh, and this is a result, by the way. I'm looking at some of my texts coming in, and you know, uh, I've got texts from all different types of people. This is a result of uh, of Antifa. And people say, oh, well, yeah, give me a break. It's a Trump well, people in there. No, this no. is a result of yeah. a year-long watching left-wing liberals yep. burn down cities, yep. watching them destroy places. Well, that's how we got Trump. And that's, and, we, and, got, but, but, we got Trump but, but because of Obama. after Trump, right? The last 12 months. No, 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 no. Had, no. But we got Trump because of Obama is what oh, I'm yeah, saying. Absolutely. We're, we're getting this violence because of Antifa, right? Yeah. We got Trump because of Obama, right? Yeah. If Obama's not in there, you know, uh, uh, you know, a change in the fundamentally changed America, yep. we don't get a, a smash mouth kind of president like That's President right. Trump, right? If we don't have an Antifa and the left burning down our cities and smashing in windows, then we don't have a violent right that rises up to to nope. to go against them, right? Yep. Yep. So anyway, and he just kept burning you. and burning and then stealing elections, and finally it's all coming to a head. Yeah. We'll see where it all ends up. By all the right. time you're listening to this, we'll know more answers. But right. uh, very short break. Yep. We'll be right back. Financial guys, don't turn the dial. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right, welcome back. Final segment here on The Financial Guys Radio Network. If you need us throughout the week, folks, obviously we know a lot of people are very concerned about the what's going on in Washington and, and the you know, Biden administration, uh, the Senate wins, and and the fact that they you know potentially here as of the you know when we'll know what, when this is playing. Uh, of course, the recorded on Wednesday, you know whether they're able to actually steal the Senate as well. It looks like they've done that. So, mm-hmm. going to be a lot of volatility um, for those of you that are clients uh, and have been for a while. Uh, you'll know that we actually handle the volatility pretty well, and uh, we take advantage of it. And we'll do a lot of market commentary and things like that as things get volatile to address it. We will do more in the next couple of weeks. So I think you're going to probably see us do uh, some more communication things that we will open up to the public as well, not just for our clients. But we will uh, we'll do some uh, economic uh, market commentary conference calls that you can participate in. You can hear directly from our investment committee uh, about what their thoughts are. And it's good and bad. It's not all bad. I, I want to make sure. I make that clear. You know, as Paul Meeks, uh, who's a really very talented CFA, who was the largest tech manager in the world, I think he very accurately put it, you know, Glenn, this, is, this market's been being driven by, by money from government. What do you think we're going to get more of with Democrats? It's probably more money from government, and that may not be such a bad thing in the short term, at least. So, yep. you know, as you said earlier, Mike, it's it's not always about what happens tomorrow. It's about the seeds that they sow that well, blow up ten years from now. Unfortunately, that well, think uh, of, think about that um, be bad. Elon Musk, right? <clears throat> yep. I mean, think about the massive amount of government free handouts he got, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And for years, we said, you know, boy, well, the problem is, is when they turn off the spigot. They never turned off the spigot for the guy. No, no, <laughs> he just kept giving it to him. Uh, you know right? what? They just kept giving it to him. I will say though, Elon Musk is another great example and again we we need to have uh, we're going to start doing like a, a Milton Friedman corner like every week on the show or something just to really get back to you know conservative free market smaller government principles think about NASA a government program i don't again i don't care who's in charge i don't care if trump's in charge or or whoever when you have massive bureaucracies 
that now exist in the federal government, including NASA. NASA has launched like one rocket or two rockets in like the last 20 years, right? Right. And, and, and at a cost of like something like $50 billion. Elon Musk and his, uh, his company there have launched, and I'm paraphrasing, these are not the exact numbers, but they're close. He's launched something like 100 rockets for less money. For 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 like thirty billion versus the fifty billion, yep. right? And with with less crashes and stuff like that. So you know, private company, right? That's his. Now he's getting federal funding. That's that's okay. But it's but it, it's a private enterprise, right? It's uh, what is that company called? What's what's his space? Uh, SpaceX, oh, SpaceX, yes. is it, yeah, SpaceX, right? So he yep. owns SpaceX. Uh, SpaceX has launched, I think, something like 140 rockets uh, uh, over the same period of time that NASA has launched two, uh, and they've done it with less money. Right. Yep. Think about that. That's a, that's, a, that's a perfect example of the federal bureaucracy and just the ineptitude. And I don't care who's in charge of it. Like, look at President Trump. He did some great things. We talked about those. Prison reform, tax reform, uh, 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 you know, uh, trade reform, you know, got us out of some of these uh, bad things, uh, uh, trade deals and, and, and uh, climate accords and all that garbage, right? Passed some good legislation, the Right to Try Act, right? He did a lot of great things. But he's still, at the heart of it all, the government has gotten so big, right, so huge, that you even at his level, at his at level of expertise and running even multi-billion dollar corporations, couldn't get NASA to get one more rocket in the air. No, right? <laughs> couldn't right. do it. Yeah. Can't do it. So big they can't turn them. Yeah, it's just so, so big, big they, they can't, can't turn them. Exactly. Yep. It's very frustrating. Yep. Very sad. But all right, cool. Some more stats here, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Bank of America. Just tuning in, Michael Lomas, Glenwigle Financial Guys. If you need us, eight three three Fin Guys. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, e-commerce as a share of total U.S. retail sales climbed to sixteen percent. Which actually I thought was really low. Yeah. Um, increasing as much in the last year as it did over the past 10 years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, major Asian economies, by the way, have been, I've seen penetration rates surge above 30%. So basically double what we're doing in the United States of America. Because yeah. you don't so, have cars, they can't go anywhere. <laughs> they have right. to order but, it. But I, I'm actually shocked we're only at 16%, right? Well, that'll Just shows you the amount of growth out there. And by the way, you know, people keep asking, what's going to happen with all these retail shops? Well, a lot of them are going to turn into warehouses. You know, yeah. they will, they will, yeah. Distribution centers. Yeah, they'll recharacterize themselves. They'll, re, yeah. they'll remake themselves. They'll be uh, retail fronts, warehouse uh, yeah. a, a back. And, you know, you got to ship. you got to store the stuff somewhere. We're not, uh, yep. you know, we didn't give up on products, and there's still a demand for products, obviously. Mm-hmm. So going to have to ship it somewhere. We're already seeing that. If you look at some of the real estate trusts out there, the ones yeah. that have been really successful have been, you know, more of the warehouse ones. They, you know, warehouse space is now more valuable than retail space. Yeah. Pretty funny how to see that. It's the, amazing. The yeah, distribution centers, whether it's shipping, receiving, whether it's just warehousing, whether it's uh, – you know, FedEx facilities and, and things like that. You know yeah. that that of uh, you know Amazon trucking or all those things are are uh, like you said earlier. You know, not yeah. all sectors will lose. I mean, there's unfortunately going to be a lot of small mom and pop businesses that just don't survive, and those jobs that are lost are good jobs. You know, those warehouse jobs are fifteen dollars an hour. They're minimum yep. wage jobs, right? So, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's not the same to have a, a small business that's employing a manager and. You know, maybe you know, maybe some higher level employees versus a, uh, you know, a, a, a warehouse full of minimum wage workers that are barely scraping by, right? I mean, doesn't yep. Walmart get knocked all the time by the liberals for not paying their people enough and making them, re, you know, as a result they have to rely on public assistance? Well, where do you think we're going, folks, when you shut down a lot of these small mom and pop businesses, right? Walmart pays people low amounts at the start because they can. Yep. Amazon does the same thing because they can, right? Yep. Those are the jobs that are out there. Small business owners are it's like us. Oh, it's tough. Like we, I don't think we have anybody at that level yep. in our 
organization, we start considerably higher than that because that's yeah. the way it is in our in, our, in the private sector. Well, Those are the good jobs, right? Small yeah. business, what is that? Like two thirds of jobs out there. Yeah. Are, and that is my long-term fear, by the way. You know, you talk about certain pockets like Amazon and, and, and Walmart and Home Depot and, you know, improvements in technology and those types of companies, NVIDIA, chip makers, you know, being benefactors. But at some point, if you lose enough jobs and the economy slows down enough, people don't have the discretionary income to no. shop on Amazon and, right. and buy anything, right? They start to worry more about uh, about food and, and just, you know, paying yeah. their bills. And we and, might be seeing some of that. We've already saw yeah. that this week with starting to see the sector rotation, right? Yeah. Yeah, China's on pace, by the way. So another uh, point. China's on pace to purchase 53% of $200 billion in U.S. goods as part of the Phase 1 trade deal. Hmm. Yeah. Looks like Trump was winning. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> I, again, all the for all the people with Trump derangement syndrome that just absolutely hated this guy, right? They let people die because he liked hydroxychloroquine. Literally, yes. They just couldn't possibly nope. let him have a win, not any way, shape, or form. I don't know how else you chalk it up other than Trump derangement syndrome. I really yes. don't. It's a you, mental illness. It really is. Like It'll people go on. just went crazy with Donald Trump, and you look at all the positive he's done. Now I'm going to try to hold uh, President uh, Joe Biden at the same level, right? Let's watch what he does. And every time he put the, the Democrats put something forth, we're going to discuss on this radio show, how is that good for America? Yep. How is that good for the American people? What are the impacts going to be to the economy and the stock market? And that ultimately is this show, right? Where money meets politics. But we're going to look back and we're going to hold him accountable and say, how does this help? Right? Where's the prison reform? Is he going to build upon the right to try act? Or is he going to make federal bureaucracies even larger and more difficult to navigate through? Yep. Right? And how is that going to impact the, the economy and, and our lives you know, all, at all levels uh, in a positive or negative way? Yeah, m- you know? More important than ever, with all the stuff going on, folks, make sure you are diversified. You're embracing technology, making subtle moves along the way to take advantage of, of all the volatility that's, that, that we're going to see. Uh, unprecedented volatility, I really believe. You know, you're talking about a Democrat party that is as far left as we've ever seen as a country. Yeah, a well, nation. they're communists. And the communist, yeah. right? And you've got a Republican Party that's about, you know, half of it is very conservative and, and free market. <laughs> and the other half's and the on other the half take. is on the gravy train, yes, right? Exactly, the, yeah. the fight has begun, and that's going to, we, we know, we're pretty certain that we're going to see volatility out of that. And the way to, to uh, you know, sort of navigate your way around that is to be extremely diversified, embrace technology, make subtle changes along the way. As the market's going down, you want to embrace that and, and maybe do some buying. As the market does better, in times when you think it shouldn't, you take a little profits off the table and you rebalance. There's too much technology out there for you not to embrace it. So make sure you take advantage of it. If you need us, we've got certified financial planners, chartered financial analysts, registered investment advisors, 833-FIN-GUYS, offices in Rochester, Batavia, and, of course, uh, right here in western New York and down in South Florida, J- Jupiter and Palm Beach area. Yep, it's a perfect way to end the show. Use us as a resource, folks. If you need us, again, we're going to be offering a lot of you know, online. We have our TFG Academy. That's out there, four sessions in the first quarter. Uh, keep an eye open for a market and economic uh, commentary uh, conference call. Uh, that'll be coming out uh, probably another one this month yet still. Uh, so go to our website for all that information and more. Thefinancialguys.com is a place you'll find our TFG Academy, all the different departments, and all our social media links, uh, Twitter, uh, YouTube, our podcast, the Facebook, Instagram, and much more. 833-FINGUYS and thefinancialguys.com. All right, on behalf of Mike Lomas, I'm Glenn Wiggle. That's going to do it for us. We're the Financial Guys. We'll see you next week right here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. <laughs>